0: Hello, and welcome to The Gold Mine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Michael Batnick, and this is This Is Not the Way. Meet Brandon Smith, the 32 year old who put everything he had in Tesla and became a millionaire. I originally invested in Tesla in 2017. I invested $10,000, and today it's worth, I think, about a million dollars, give or take a couple hundred thousand, depending on the day. And, you know, it's, it's really only just beginning. This story comes from Bloomberg Wealth. I promise this is not going to be another post about valuation, but I do have to mention it just one time. Research affiliates shared a chart which compares the nine largest car makers with Tesla. The other nine sold 121 times as many cars in 2020 as Tesla did, and yet all of them combined don't stack up to the market cap of Tesla. In the words of Jacobi Mugatu, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. This cannot continue. It just cannot. I'm not talking about Tesla specifically. I'm talking about the ease with which people are making money in the stock market. I hate to sound like an old grump. I really do but this is not the way. It feels like every day I'm getting an email or a text from people outside the investing world asking me about speculative securities. Listen, I understand how we got here. People are home with nothing to do. They got stimulus checks. Trading is free. The biggest winners are obvious. Zoom, DocuSign, Peloton, all of the names that benefit from COVID. I get it. It feels easy. These companies are putting up huge numbers. They have healthy margins. They're growing quickly, and they have the benefit of network effects. And even if they're not making money today, so what? With rates at zero, $1 of earnings 10 years from now is worth as much as $1 in earnings today. So believe me, I really get it. But this is madness. Making money in the stock market is not supposed to be easy. And what's the point in reading market history if you don't learn from it? Anytime the public acts like this, the market reminds them that there is no such thing as free money. Think 1929, 1969, and 1999. Reward is always interrupted with periods of gut-wrenching risk. That's not different this time. That's not different any time. But to quote myself, the greatest lesson we can learn from history is that those who learn too much from it are doomed to draw parallels where none exist. And this is why we have to be careful with specific comparisons In many ways, this is different than 1999. Sure, there are pockets of excess, but these are real companies with real products and real revenue. We have to be open-minded to the fact that maybe this time it is different. Despite this insanity, I actually do believe the market is fairly efficient. In fact, I think this insanity is actually almost proof of its efficiency. You might think that prices are wrong, but if you've had this mindset for the last five years, you're wrong. Markets are efficient in the sense that nobody ever knows if prices are too high or too low in real time. And real time prices are all that matter. If you're trying to profit off of this madness, then you're better off going with the tide than fighting it. And if you're hell bent on profiting off of a reversal, then you better get the timing right. To which I say, good luck to you. You might think you're smarter than everyone else, but the market is not dumb. It doesn't give away value. It's usually more wrong than right. So, how and when does this end? A couple of months ago, I told the story of my plumber trading stocks. He said to me, no bullshit, he actually said this to me, what should I do? I've got 130 grand in the market and I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. He actually said that. And that was back in July. It would have been so easy to hear that, dump everything I owned and short the market. But I know better. The joke would have been on me if I did that. Since then, his portfolio on an equal weighted basis is up 35%. We could be nearing the end or this could be just the beginning. Nobody knows what time it is, nobody. And to paraphrase Adam Smith, the pseudonymous Adam Smith, we're all staring at a clock, wondering what time this thing ends, but the clock has no hands. Look, I'm not looking to see people lose money. I don't gain anything by that. I won't be doing a victory lap if the worst comes to pass. But for anybody listening to this, who has turned $10,000 into $50,000 and thinks they're going to turn that into $100,000, please read a book. Read The Devil Takes the Hindmost or Against the Gods or Your Money and Your Brain by Jason Zweig. There's so many good books to read to check yourself. What I'm trying to say is making money is not supposed to be this easy. History is riddled with good times, but they don't last forever. If you're sitting on stocks that have doubled or quadrupled, please be responsible have an exit plan if this thing turns because you don't want to be the last one out the door when the clock strikes midnight. For more of my insights, visit michaelbatnick.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today.